Hello, and welcome to the Yoga and Yum podcast. My name is Sybil Shelton Ford, holistic health and wellness coach and registered yoga teacher specializing in the therapeutic benefits of yoga for children, adults, and families. I am so happy that you're here. This is the place where we practice deep mindfulness, radical self-care, and living life on purpose so that we can experience more yum in our lives. Okay, are you ready to jump in? Because I am. Let's get into this episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Yoga and Yum podcast. So happy that you are here today. Today is the fourth episode in my anti-anxiety toolbox series. This is where I share strategies that have really helped me manage my own anxiety through the years. Some things I've learned from my yoga therapy trainings, other things I've learned from therapists, other things I've done my own research and just tried stuff out on myself. I am not a doctor. I'm not a licensed therapist. I am a yoga teacher and a health coach. And I love sharing information with people that, you know, could help them navigate through stuff that might be a little sticky for them. And, you know, living with anxiety gets a little sticky at times. So this is number four, and this is something that I do every single day. So my fourth strategy is connecting with nature. I connect with nature in some way every single day. When I was younger, I often avoided being outside or being in nature it made me nervous. It actually made me feel unsafe. If you listen back in my first strategy, um, I kind of gave you a background about where I believe the root of my anxiety came from. That feeling of the, that the world isn't safe. <laughs> it's safe to stay inside, close to home. So being out in nature made me nervous. Right. I, I just felt like there was so much to be afraid of. <laughs> so, I mean, I was scared of things like bugs, too much sun, too much heat, too much cold, you know, too much humidity because oh, it might make my hair frizz, you know, <laughs> and just the unknown because nature can be unpredictable right? Even the little, the creatures in nature, the the little animals that you see all the time, that you just never know. You never know what'll happen. And I think it was that unknown that drove me to say, oh, you know, I'm a city girl. City girls don't go on hikes. City girls don't do X, Y, Z, because I'm originally from Detroit. And I kind of hid under that umbrella, that excuse umbrella that I'm a city girl, we don't do this. But as time went on, I really learned that connection to nature is vital. So it really wasn't until I did my 
very first yoga trainings where I went on these five day retreats. Like when I was doing my 200 hour training, it was a year long, actually it was more than a year, it was 14 months. And part of that training was four times a year, we went on these five day retreats and they were just intense, but they were in these beautiful locations surrounded by nature, a labyrinth and walking trails. They were really in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) You had to like drive a little bit just to get into town. And it wasn't until then that I started to really learn the importance of connecting to nature. In some of our discussions and some of the readings that I did as when I was studying as a yoga teacher, there was an, a book that I read. I wish I could remember, and I don't remember <laughs> the title. I wish I, I wish I could. But the author talked about the importance for humans to stay deeply connected with nature in that it was our disconnect with nature that could cause this dis-ease or disease that when we truly start to disconnect, we start to die. <laughs> like our, our energy, it starts to die. That we can't and shouldn't disconnect from what we are a part of. And we are a part of nature. We depend on nature. And nature, in some ways, also depends on us. But we depend on it even more. That when we connect with nature, we also connect with all there is. And for me, it went even deeper. Like To connect with nature is like connecting to the creator. If you're not a person that believes in God or whatever, that's cool. Maybe you can think about about it as this is part of all there is. And we are part of all there is. So it goes really, really deep. And when we, we lose that connection, we start to not see the full picture. We also start to not care, you know, where our other needs or wants start to supersede or come before nature. You know, we see it when we dump stuff into oceans. We see it when, you know, we're not really doing things to take care of our air quality. I mean, I really felt it this year because Michigan was greatly affected by the Canadian wildfires and just the thought of having to stay inside because the air quality was so bad and so unhealthy for so many. I mean, that's like when it kind of slaps you in the face and we don't think about what we're surrounded by all the time unless something goes wrong with it. And so my thoughts about nature started to shift and I saw the benefits of having this deeper connection. I remember 
right before I had one of my yoga exams, we had a practical exam where we had to teach a class, a 90 minute class. And like all of our teachers were there. And a few of us had this ceremony where we actually took off our shoes and we felt like we needed to really feel grounded, like really grounded in our first chakras, right? So we're taking off our shoes and walking through the grass. And we even, there was this huge oak tree and we surrounded the tree and kind of leaned against the tree, breathed with the tree, like to just kind of ground us. And it was something that was pretty magical. (laughs) You could kind of feel the life and the energy from the grass and the soil and the leaves and the bark. It was really powerful. And suddenly all those nerves that I had thinking that I was going to fail this exam or not do so well or feel like a fraud like I don't even know what I'm talking about why am I teaching this in the first place it just dissipated and that was probably my first example of how nature for me and for so many when you're spending time in it and connecting to it that it does help to elicit this parasympathetic response, this this calm, this rest, this digest, this chill response. And it's, you know, I, I can't, I wish I could put it into words even better. It's like a spiritual experience. And so I try to connect with nature every single day on the days that maybe I skip it. Maybe I don't go outside or I don't do some of the things that I'm going to talk about later, like when I can't go outside because the weather isn't permitting, I can feel a difference. I can feel a shift in my energy that tends more toward those spinny feelings that I get of anxiety. So things that I like to do every day right now is I love to take a walk. I love to walk outside even if it's just for 15 minutes, like right now, today, it's pretty humid today. It's pretty hot here. But I went out early just to get out and feel the sun on my face, just to look at the leaves and look at the flowers and breathe the air and just be in, just be in nature and just have this beautiful appreciation of the textures and the sounds and the the smells and everything that those things help to regulate me. They help to strengthen my parasympathetic response. So what do I do if I can't go outside? It's storming. It's below zero or something. And it's, it's just not possible. There are ways that I do it. I wish I could say that I had these beautiful house plants. I will tell you, I don't know what it is about me. I'm just really bad at keeping house plants alive. Like when I had a vegetable garden, I could keep that alive. But house plants, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not good at it. But other ways that I connect is through food preparation. I am a mostly whole foods, plant-based eater, plant-powered vegan and I prepare food every single day even if it's chopping up things to have a smoothie or to have a salad and so if I can't go outside I really like to 
become one with that experience. Like I'm taking out the lettuce, I'm washing it, I'm using my hands and the water and looking at all the colors of the lettuce, I'm chopping it up, I'm placing it in a bowl, I'm looking at the colors so I want to maybe have some greens, some reds or yellows from peppers um, or tomatoes. I want to put some purples in there, maybe from cabbage. So I'm kind of building this salad and connecting to the life that's within those plants still while I'm preparing. And then also using some of my mindful eating techniques. So I did a couple um, episodes on mindful eating. I think they are episodes two and three of season one, go check those out. Really cool techniques on how to connect with your food. Um, But I do that while I'm eating a salad or while I'm having a smoothie or a smoothie bowl. It works better for me if I'm eating things that are uncooked or even if I'm cooking things, that, that chopping and handling and washing of the fruits and vegetables, that really helps me to connect. Other things that I like to do that aren't really outside is I love to spend time. This is going to make you laugh. And that's part of my probably health coach brain is I love to spend time in produce sections. Like we have a huge farmer's market that's not very far from where we live. And it has an enormous produce market. Now I can go in there and not even buy produce, but just love to spend time looking at all the lettuces. And there's so many different types of edible plants in there. Even things that are grown internationally and shipped in. That, I, I don't know what it is about me, but I love just spending time walking up and down produce aisles and I think that for me that's how I connect with nature it's another way that I connect that doesn't take me outside another thing that I used to love to do if you do have house plants I was a Montessori teacher for years and one of the activities that I had in my classroom was called washing a leaf now just follow me down this rabbit hole we had lots of plants. It's very common, especially in early childhood environments in Montessori, to for the, the classroom to have a variety of plants because it helps the children to connect to nature and also to care for it in a practical environment. In fact, it's under the curriculum portion called practical life. And one of the activities that I would set up was called washing a leaf. And so we had these small house plants and the children would get a house plant, set up the, her table or his table, and they would get a little dish of water, just a small one, and either a small cotton cloth or cotton ball. And they would dip the cotton ball or the cloth into the water. And then one at a time, very gently wash individual leaves and they would wash the leaves just kind of wiping them down just with water they would do as many leaves as they wanted and then they weren't when they were finished they would 
place the plant back on the shelf and put all the things away and then choose something else. But it was one of the, when I first introduced it, it was one of the most popular works that were on the shelf. And the younger children really liked it. The kindergartners really liked it because there was something really meditative. But I think that part of it was because this was a way that they could intimately connect with nature, even though we were inside. So you could literally do something like that if you have houseplants and just spend time just sort of polishing or or washing off or dusting the leaves of a plant. That's a way to connect. And just use your imagination. There are so many different ways you can, you know, lie on the grass or, you know, take a drive and let your windows roll down. Finding ways to connect with nature really does help to regulate our nervous systems and also just has lets you have a deeper connection to all that is, all that is wonderful because we are connected to nature, nature is connected to us, and we are all connected to the creator. That's in my mind. That's my belief. I understand that everybody believes like me. That's cool. But that's what works for me. And so, yes, I try to get out in nature every single day or have some sort of connection with nature every single day. It has changed my life. I'm so glad. I'm so grateful to my yoga trainings for so many reasons. But that is one of the biggest reasons that I didn't see coming. Like I didn't think I would ever have this relationship with nature. And I'm just so, so, so grateful that I do. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you gained a few useful nuggets from this episode. Your support is so important to me. If you feel so moved, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a star rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. And even better, please share this episode with friends, family, coworkers, neighbors, anyone that could really benefit from this information. For more, you can follow me on Instagram at yoga and yum with Sybil and on Facebook at As You Are Yoga. Until next time, here's wishing you all the yum in life. Peace. Bye.